0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hotspur House. I'm Toby from Underscore Spurs Center. And today we are going to be reviewing the wonderful win against Manchester City and then previewing our upcoming game in the Europa League. Uh, today I'm joined by Louis from Spurs Underscore fan dot page Underscore. How are you doing, Louis?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are
0: you? doing pretty great. Thanks for asking. Uh, we are also joined by Charlie from N17 Nation. What do you think of the game, Charlie?
2: Well, I'm must- admit um as a Spurs fan I think a lot of us can agree I haven't been this happy since 2017. Um, yeah. actually ah. except for the Champions League final I have not been this happy.
1: You since, mean the pre-game Champions League final not when we lost yeah,
2: yeah 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 um so yeah the game it was um absolute absolutely per absolute perfection um Everyone did their job correctly. And mm-hmm. the thing that was the most important is e- every single player out there was focusing, like really. Mm-hmm. They were all so focused and they didn't make any mistakes. And even like players like Aurier, well, I mean, Aurier was for me the man of the match. And I can't believe mm-hmm. I'm saying that. So, Harry Kane was actually great. <laughs> uh,
0: we are also joined by Bodie from hotspur.industry. What do you think of the game, Bodie?
3: Well, I mean I have nothing but praise. Um, everyone had a role to play and they all done the bit they put in their shift. I don't really know what to say except just all praise. Mm-hmm. You know, Jose completely outtacked it. Um, and um, yeah the game was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I that was probably one of the best defensive performances we've had in years. Mm-hmm. So I really agree really, with that. I'm really delighted.
0: As, as I think we all are. Uh, of course, that win sent us top of the table. Um, and as of recording, we are still top of the table. Liverpool and Leicester have not played yet. Um, which just, it really is just a, like the cherry on top that we're top of the league with 20 points. And uh, at this stage last season, after nine games had been played, we had 11 points. So just, it shows the amount of improvement that we've added uh, over the past year under Mourinho. Um, and I think, I think that's really incredible. Um But of course, I think we should talk about the possession and uh, the style of play that we used. Uh, City had 66% of possession and 22 shots, whereas we had 34% possession, four shots, and two on target, which ended up being the two goals. Um, For me, I don't mind that. If that's going to bring us trophies, I'm all in. I agree 100%. The issue starts where if we play like that and we lose. Because I, I, I will not accept that and if we lose. I feel like with Pochettino, he had a little bit more leeway in terms of playing like the attacking football and like we lose every now and then. But with Mourinho, I feel like we'll have a steadier percent of wins. But if we start losing with this formation is just – well, not formation, but with this style of play. It just it becomes very difficult to watch. However, I'm happy now. I'm ready to take on anyone in the league, really. Uh, but what do you – we'll start with Bodhi. Uh, Bodhi, what do you think about the uh, possession and stats and all that?
3: I mean, come on. Like, well, who, who really cares? Like, so mm-hmm. on a Espresso Unig and Instagram, a Tottenham, a Tottenham fan on Instagram said um, that he was debating with a City fan, and then the City fan mentioned about they had more possession. What well, oh. the possession is relevant if, if you're winning the game. Yeah. They, as far as I'm concerned, they didn't win no game. So, I mean, I, I really don't care. And I, I feel like it's just pointless for City fans to use the possession as an argument when mm-hmm. it, they're literally their style of play and they can score yeah. a single.
0: Yeah, well, I think the other thing to remember is that anytime anyone tries to play a possession-based game against City, they get taken apart, absolutely picked to pieces. Yeah. So, Mourinho, he knows how to play against Pep Guardiola. They've played together like 23 times or something like that. And Mourinho knows how to get results. And I mean, he showed that with the win. Um, so, I think it's it just, it goes to show that, I mean, sometimes the style of play doesn't need to be the best for you to, to win matches. Um, but, uh, Louie, what do you think about it? Are you willing to, well, here, I'll, I'll phrase it this way Are you happy? if we win trophies playing this style or would you rather us try to go back into like a more attacking style?
1: I'd like to do both, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Like play, play in the more defensive against bigger teams or something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it works, I feel like against Manchester United, who's typically a big team... Yeah, because that was uh, like a...
1: That was like a was wonder route.
0: rampant, you know, but that was just luck. Both of these games were probably luck. I don't think you can call a game against Man City or the game against Man United luck. No, offense, and you're pretty comprehensive. But that's my decision. Mm-hmm. Charlie, what, what do you think about it?
2: Well, I have a lot to. Uh, I have a lot to say about Jose's new te- um, this tactics that were used yesterday. Um, so obviously, Pepe and Jose are probably the biggest. Uh, managerial rivals are, are currently on the planet, definitely, but even in football history. I mean, think about it. It was Jose against Pep at Barcelona and Real Madrid. It was Jose against Pep, man, new Man City, and now Tottenham Man City. And um, Jose used to have a pretty bad track record against Pep, but the last few games he's mm. outclassed him in every single way. And people might say that. It's anti-football. People can say whatever they want, but it's Jose Masterclass. Um, well, I think so if you're what, what,
0: successful, people will find any problem they can. I am mean, pretty yeah, sure that's some I mean, sort of, like, quote. Actually,
2: I'm really happy because um, yesterday uh, in, like, Sky Sport and 433 and other posts on Instagram, a lot of people seem to say, even before the game, win the game. Like, more people said that we'd win than, lose, uh, than, yeah. than City. Which I, I mean, agree. people are start. People are starting to realize that we we're actually serious title contenders, and us winning then proves that. And you know, um, yeah, if people are really starting to realize how dangerous we can be. And so about this tactic. So um, when Jose first started implementing it last season, we were we were uh, we all we all thought that it was. Um, I mean, it was not right that we need to play mm-hmm. good football. And I mean, it wasn't working last season. We were losing games playing like that, and it was really worrying. Yeah. But I think, um, I mean, there's a lot of factors to it, but I mean, yesterday was a very, um, yesterday's game was all about mind games. Both teams had mm-hmm. clearly had a lot of tactics uh, implemented in them, um, but we just counted City perfectly. And you can just see how well, Jose, I mean how much Jose has affected our defending, I mean that, mm-hmm. that was probably the best defensive game I've ever seen Tottenham have there was not yeah. a single player in that defence that had a poor game, no one Um, like you could say Reguilon was the least noticeable player out there yesterday, yet his yeah. stats were phenomenal mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, talking about defence, hopefully Toby um, isn't too bad but Jose, I mean Jose said it's bad but uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get onto that later, but talking yeah. about the tactics once again, um, I think Kane. There's a few players that are really crucial in the tactic, but I think Kane and Hoybjerg are, I think, up there with the, to be the most crucial, because Kane, um, if you if you analyse the first goal, it's all about yeah. Kane's movement. He mm-hmm. like people say that he has a low footballing IQ. That's absolute. That's 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 a joke because yeah. he's one of the most intelligent players I've ever seen. So. What, if you analyse the first goal, you've got Diaz and Laporte behind Kane, and Son next next to them on the side, and mm-hmm. Kane, um, so Ndombele has the ball, he, he takes the ball, and then Kane um, moves towards the ball and lures Ruben Diaz and Laporte to follow him, leaving space for Son to go uh, to go between mm-hmm. Laporte and Diaz, and perfect ball for Ndombélé. Great finish, one nil. And it's mm-hmm. it's easy. It's, it's a routine goal, but it, it's simple, yeah. but it's effective. And that's also one thing that Jose has brought to the team: absolute ruthlessness. Um, mm-hmm. We only need a few ch- touches to get in front of their goal, and we only need a few shots and targets to score three goals. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah.
0: Uh, just going back on that goal, like you said, Kane's movement was absolutely incredible. Um, but another thing I want to talk about on that goal was uh, Cancelo. He was, he was playing left back and uh, he got, uh, when Kane checked in and Laporte and Diaz followed him uh, and then Dombley played the ball over, Cancelo did like a little bit of a stutter step because Aurier was making a run down the right wing. And so Cancelo stepped out wide and then he realized both of his center backs were out of position. So he came back in and that gave, uh, just about enough time for Sun to calm down and place it. But I think that just it just shows that uh, the threat of our wingbacks is just so incredible that Cancelo, without thinking, went out to cover Aurier without realizing that he needed to, to save uh, Sun from scoring. So, I mean, it's just – if you look at the – there's so many nuances to that goal that are just so interesting. I mean, obviously, Hojbjerg's quick free kick, Dombele's beautiful turn, Kane's check-in, Dombele's beautiful – Ball over Sun's touch, Sun's Meg. Uh, Ori run down the wing to draw Cancelo away from Sun. It's just, it's, it's a perfect goal, like nothing could have gone better on that. But, uh, I, we were just talking about the defense, and I we have three clean sheets from our last four Premier League games.
2: That's, That's unheard funny. of. That's unheard of for us. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's been quite a long time since we've done that. And the only goal we conceded was against Brighton, and that was the very controversial uh, goal that stood after many believed there was to be a foul on Hojbjerg. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's impressive. We're doing well. I mean...
1: Yeah, if it's unexpected
0: up, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, going into Chelsea, I've said for a while that I think it's going to be a we're, draw. But at this point, I don't see why we can't win it. I don't see why not.
1: We beat Manchester, we beat Man U. Why can't we beat Chelsea? Exactly. I mean, Chelsea have been good this season. Other like, like, them that, I agree. Like, I'm gonna probably no, I, Chelsea, I actually
3: Chelsea will be our toughest opponent for sure. And Man City won. Chelsea are gonna be uh, gonna be tougher than Man City. Mm-hmm. But if we play the way we did against City, I don't see why we, we can't win again.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I think we'll have to rest a few players against Lutegarits on. Thursday, uh, and, like, name probably a little bit of a weaker lineup than we have been. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, Vinicius will likely start we'll, – we'll get, we'll get into pre-being later, but, uh, I mean, it was the game against Brighton, I think, where we just kind of looked sluggish and slow. I think, like, the majority of the first team played on Thursday. So, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, talking about the defense again against Man City, I mean, just – it was the best game I've seen us play defensively. Like, behind the ball, we were on top of it. Every single one of our defenders pocketed the other player. I mean, Sergio Reguilón, we, we said, was probably arguably the worst one, uh, worst defender, but Mares couldn't get past him. He absolutely could not. Reguilón cut off uh, his little cut-in to his left foot every single time, and he took him down to the line. And then nine times out of ten, Reguilón would win the ball back, and he would take it uh, up the field and that other time out of 10, uh, someone else would cover in, and then Mahrez would get stuck and lose the ball. So, it was just, it was so, so impressive, and I'd never heard of this uh, Ferran Torres guy until the international break, actually, but, I mean, the only thing he did in this game, really, was uh, get a yellow card. So, um, Aurier, I think Aurier was probably our best player on the field, Um, maybe in the whole game. He was just Every single time someone came in on him, he he used his body. He poked the ball away. He only gave away one silly foul that I can think of. Uh,
2: I mean, it's harsh to call. I mean, yes, it was a silly foul, but I mean, every defender's gonna give away yeah. a foul sometimes. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, compared, this is I think this is Ori's
0: best ever performance in a Spurs shirt.
2: It's not his most flashy,
0: great. where he scores and he gets an assist. But it's the most disciplined. He seems
2: to be good against Manchester clubs. I mean, he was phenomenal <laughs> against Man U as well. Uh huh.
0: So I think Ori uh, will probably have to play the next few games. So hopefully he can keep this up because if he can just, if he can keep that discipline to his game, he's going to be an incredible right back because that's the only thing he was missing. He's
3: uh, unbelievably going forward. What's the odds of Tanganga starting right back uh, Thursday?
0: Tanganga, I can see that. I'd be okay with Tanganga starting on Thursday.
3: Because he's out because of COVID.
0: Yeah. So, or, I is the only
3: real at, uh, or is the only real def- um, right back option. Ory is the only real right-back option. Yeah. But Tanganga, I think, is pretty fit now. I think he could mm-hmm. get a run in it against... Yeah, he was Atlanta. available
0: for the Man City game. Yeah. Um, yeah,
3: but I, think, I think... Before I we get into that, in.
0: let's... uh Toby Alderweireld's injury... Uh, we still don't know the extent of it as or at least I haven't seen anything come out about how long he'll be out, but, um, let's, let's go with uh worst case scenario scenario. Uh, he's out for, I don't know until let's say I'm looking at our matches right now. Let's say he's out to like the Leicester game, which is summer 19th, which is just, we'll say, we'll say he's out until the Stoke game, which is our uh, Caribou cup quarterfinal. Um, that would leave us without him for a pretty long time. That would lose one, two, three, five Premier League games, two Europa League games, or three Europa League games, and the Carabao Cup game. Uh, who do you think is most likely to step into that role?
3: Is Tanganga a part of the Europa League squad? He is. Yes. Yeah. Then you'll see Tanganga really step up.
0: Mm-hmm. You think so?
3: Yeah, definitely. This is this is this is his chance to um. To really get his career back in the gear. Also, mm-hmm. Joe Roden will get a lot more yeah. game time. I feel I fancy him to get a start against Chelsea.
0: Yeah, I think, I think uh best case scenario would be that uh, Alderweireld is back for our North London derby. Um, but so I think that well with, for the Chelsea game, I think we'll definitely be without him, which is such a blow because we finally found this center back partnership between Dyer and Alderweireld that really complemented each other, and they were they were very good in the back. But uh. I think, yeah, I think Rodon will probably play against way Chelsea. Better than
3: Sanchez.
0: I think. Uh, what did you say about Sanchez? Me. Oh yeah, but what did you say?
3: I said way better than Sanchez.
0: Oh yeah, I think Sanchez might play in the Europa League game because uh, I think Tengengo will play as right back, and then we'll need a centre back.
3: Yeah, him, him, Rodon. I think for the back line it'll be Davies. Um, Davies um,
0: Rodon Rodon can't play um, in the Europa League.
3: Oh yeah, well Davies Dyer Tanganga Davies Dyer Tanganga and Sanchez.
0: Yeah, I think that'll I think that's likely too. Um, yeah, it's concerning with all the Real's injury though. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that Tanganga and Rodon will step up and really. Yeah, like I'm this. worried
2: because this I mean player. he was fantastic yeah. yesterday. He was amazing. But Ro- I, yeah, but Roden, Roden's the perfect replacement. But, you know, Jose said the same about Son, that it's a bad injury. And Son was back against Man U a week later. So, I really... it's true. I, it didn't look bad. I mean, he walked off fine. So, and no well, one's talking about off. the fact that Ndombele came off at 63 minutes. You'd think that's a bit early. I mean, I know, I know that he's still not up to the... Total physical condition, but you know.
3: Yeah, I thought Ndombly was the best player.
2: Yeah, I thought he was playing incredibly. I another think. amazing performance. Left the end.
3: Overall, just... I, I think it was less his fitness and more of a tactical substitute. For me personally, I think he yeah. could have lasted 90 minutes, to oh, be honest. Well. But I, I feel like he got subbed off t- tactically. He wanted to save him for Chelsea.
0: That's actually not a bad point. But I think the main reason that he was subbed off was he looked, just He that looked a he, big times. Yeah, yeah, I think he was slowing down a bit. I, I do agree that he probably could have played the full 90, but I think Mourinho wanted uh, some fresh to come in. Because, I mean, if you saw Dombele, he was making runs all over the field on both sides of the ball. Defensively, every single time City won and was getting on the counter, Dombele was right on their heels. So I think he just wanted also uh, to come in who we know can defend well. So I think he was just trying to get Lo Celso to come in and really, I don't know how to phrase this, uh, but just like get behind the ball, cut out the counters, put pressure on their players, and just he'd just be a little bit quicker because he hadn't played those 65 minutes and he only had 25 minutes to play. So I think that's – uh, I don't have any problem with him taking off Don Dombley didn't have too much of a problem. Uh, he looked totally I have, I have... okay.
3: I have a topic to mention the bit off the city game. Can mm-hmm. I say it? Yeah, go for it. Hello? Yeah, go for it. Hello?
0: Bodie?
1: Yeah, we can hear you. Bodie, we can hear, Bodhi, we can hear you.
0: We can hear you, Bodie. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Sorry, listeners. Um we will move on without Bodie for a little bit. We'll come back to what he was trying to tell us. Um, but what did you make of our front four? And uh, our we've already talked about Donbley, but uh, Son, Kane, and Birdvine. Um.
1: So, um. So um, was a good front three. Obviously, a great ball from. And to
0: Sonny to get the first goal. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I was talking, we were talking a little bit in the group chat, and, especially after last week's podcast where, uh, me and Bodie had a long argument about, uh, Steven Bergvine. But, I mean, he didn't get on the score sheet tonight. He didn't, uh, have. Bergvine anyone- was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, were- we were talking about it in, uh, I think Bodhi said he was our worst player, and I guess I don't really disagree with that. Everyone else was just so fantastic, but I don't think it was a case of oh he's our worst player. I think it was just that he was our least good player. If that makes sense, I think it was just like he played he played a good game. He, I mean, It makes total he, Yeah, he just he uh, he he made the runs, which is so important because it opened up space for Kane and Son and Dombalay. And he pressed the entire game he was on. He pressed and pressed and pressed. So I, I think he I think he had a good game and would be making a case that he's ready to come back into the squad. Um and son and so Kane obviously Birdie, had Birdie, great Birdie's, games.
1: Bodie's Wi Fi yeah. is really bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh surprised not to see Gareth Bale at all yesterday. He needs a rest. He'll he'll play against Chelsea. Yeah, I agree. I think you depending on how much I, he w- in I Europe,
2: wasn't really. surprised, to be honest. I mean, uh, he didn't start and Jose was probably expecting to need him. But, uh-huh. um, I mean, the performance was perfect. And um, it made more sense to put Lucas on because he's more, he can win the ball and he pressures more. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't, we did, we did, it's not that, um, I'm not shocked at all because it's not that we didn't want, we, Jose didn't want to play him. Or he didn't want to play. I think we just didn't need him out there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I was looking at his stat before the game, and it was like uh, Bale started four out of his last five matches uh, in all competitions, uh, both for international and for Spurs. So he probably just needed a bit of a rest. Uh, I think he'll play on Thursday for maybe like for 45 minutes, depending on how the game goes. And then on Sunday, uh, or we play on Sunday, I believe, um, but he'll come back into the side and just be ready to Absolutely tear Chelsea up.
3: Um, can I can I mention something that's a bit off topic from the game? Yeah, go for it. Fourth and Ceson Young, scored in his mm-hmm. in his previous game. Yeah, and apparently fourth has been amazing at Villarreal. I was, same thing with Oliver Skipp yeah, as well. Yeah, and, all, and yeah, and Oliver Skipp as well. How can I forget? I just want to know your take. You got your guys' takes on it.
0: I think Jan, uh I haven't watched him since our preseason games because I, I don't watch uh, Bundesliga that much. Although I want to, watching the Hoffenheim games pretty soon, I guess. But um, I think Cessignon has the potential. Has the potential to challenge uh, Regian for the left back place in the squad. I'm not certain that, or I don't think he'll win it from Regian. I think Regian will be our starter, but I think Cessignon will be a good player to come in and play in that left-back role. I am surprised that Mourinho sees Sessegnon as such a left-back and not a left-winger, because I think left-winger is Sessegnon's more natural position, and I think he's better at it. Uh, and I'm also concerned because I, uh, I really like Dennis Serkin, who uh, is in our academy. He played in preseason. He, he looked like he's going to be a very good player, and we can't have three left-backs in the side. Um, so that concerns me a little bit. But uh, I think... Cessna is an incredible, incredible player. Uh, or at least he has the potential to be. And then I'm moving on to Foyth. I don't think Foyth is going to come back to Spurs. I don't think he's a uh, Mourinho type of player. We already have uh, how many of the center backs? Dyer, I, must Oliver, be, um, I know right we're going to get Tanganga. slammed for
2: this, but I actually think that Foyth is a better player than Tanganga and even potentially Rosen.
1: Oh my I god, Charlie,
2: Jack-
3: no. no, no, yeah, no. yeah. You no, know, he, my controversial opinion that Jack Clark should have started against United.
2: <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but listen, just, just, just hear me <coughs> out, hear me sorry, out. I like the... Jack,
1: I like Jack Clark. Wait, I'm the... sorry,
2: but Forth then... has never been given a good enough chance. He is fantastic on the ball, can, you no. like... Clark,
1: I love Jack Clark.
2: He makes i <laughs> talking about Jack Clark now. The fact <laughs> is, is, he's, actually...
0: just a, he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move back to Foyt. I think that's total baloney right there. He was given a chance under Potatino and he got a red card. He gave away like 12 penalties. He's just, he's two not
2: penalties on his debut. Come on.
0: Okay, yeah, two on his debut. debut. Yeah. And then he gave away no, like no, 14. No,
3: no, yeah, he wants some hot air blues or something. Like, that's the. That's the...
1: That's
0: Who's the out have ever heard. Who's this? He, uh had 10 he starts Boy, and 12 Boy, appearances in the Premier really. League, and it debut season in 18-19. And I, I think that was a good enough chance. He's, he's, he played, then, like, he,
1: he's played a lot. Of not good. Like, I think because um when who was, was out injured, like, it was a centre-back and he had to the ties. No, but I
2: think I, I thing thing. we should have given Foyth more of a chance at right-back. Yeah one, yeah, one. Yeah,
3: Yes, we did, and then he ended up conceding two goddamn
2: penalties. He was the centre back. What are you talking about? He played, he played yeah, right he... back. No, he no, played no, right back. back. Did he give right back? No, he I played think, right,
0: think, right I don't know. back. I think we should have given
1: him he did more. Did not of play chance right, of back right
0: back on his
3: debut.
0: Yes,
1: he did. He did. No, no, he can play. He can play right back though. I he,
0: he can do like, a job there.
3: Yeah, it does, but there's a difference but, between you can play right back and you, and you play better right
0: back. Yeah, exactly. At this point, I mean, we don't need another right back. Doherty and Aurier are both performing well. So we don't necessarily need uh, a right back there now. Because, I mean, like we said, we're not going to have three left backs. We're not going to have three right backs. That's just a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, and I don't think we need a new center back either. I think Tanganga is a better player than Voigt. And I think... I have no idea how good Rodon's gonna be. I'll be completely honest. I think I think he only had one touch against City, and that was a clearance. So I mean, we really don't have anything to go off for uh, Rodon. I, I,
3: where he played, he showed so much promise.
0: His positioning seems good, and that's I mean, that's the only thing we can really look at. Uh,
3: Rodon shows shows so much promise.
0: Yeah, I do think we'll see. Um, that one,
3: that one touch. I after that first touch, I I knew he was gonna be the next Sergio Ramos.
2: i do think that talking about sergio ramos we are interested in him
3: yeah that's why i said
2: (laughs) i mean seemingly every top six club is interested and it's probably from the sun or so i I wouldn't trust it much but it's from um, 90 minutes no the
3: source is 90
2: 90 yeah but i still wouldn't trust it come on in the world with a real madrid legend leave Real Madrid if he's still starting not easily well, no, I mean, his no contract does run out
0: soon and he is 34 he, so I wouldn't he, be surprised he, if he,
3: he lost he probably wants to be able to prove himself in the Prem
2: yeah he's proven in the Champions League final three times I mean there's nothing to prove four times actually but um well, maybe, I think
3: maybe he wants maybe he just wants a new challenge he's been yeah. at Real Madrid basically his whole career
0: yeah, that's a good point. I, so don't really want him I
3: don't really want him, but I'm just saying why he would want to join a Premier League top six team.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it's like, because our defense is playing well now, and if we can keep it up through this run against playing against top six sides, I don't think we need Ramos. Um, but if we go through and we concede like two or three um. Like, every game, then I think, yeah, why not bring him in? He has a lot of experience. Uh, but the other thing I'm worried about with Ramos is uh, Bale and Reguilon were kind of the outcasts of Madrid. So, bringing Ramos in, like, kind of, I don't know, disrupt their their vibes. No,
2: what, what no. If, if anything, if anything Reguilon would see him as a role model like he did at Madrid. I don't think that would really affect anything.
3: No, Ramos hated him, and Regulon didn't like him either. Ramos and Zidane were the How in room. the
2: world would you know that?
3: Because he said. <laughs> that's <the> way he
2: <laughs> he <laughs> left. Wait, really? Yeah, that's the main that reason he
3: left him, because of Zidane and Ramos.
2: He didn't say Ramos. He just said Zidane.
3: No, Zidane th- and th- Ramos. Ugh,
2: whatever.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing I'd be worried about, though. Is uh. If there would be like any tension between Bale and uh, Ramos or Reguilon and Ramos,
3: uh, as a center back, I think he's great, but he just because of because of Reguilon and his relationship, I just think it wouldn't work, and I would rather have Reguilon at the club than Ramos.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, certainly interesting. I think uh, if we are going to go for a center back this uh, January or summer, uh, we should definitely try to sign Makano. Uh, who has like a release clause of forty-five million euros, I believe, which is like I think that's a steal for a player of his quality. Um, I think uh, Leipzig were asking like eighty million last summer. But uh, I mean, our defense is playing very well right well, we, now. I don't. We don't really. I, think, we don't...
3: I don't know. I've, those. are that's one of my players. I think we should sign in January is of, of Mikano. It seems, okay. it's un- it seems to be unlikely, but I think it's, it's, a, it's a signing that should happen.
2: Well, yeah. definitely- talking about Upamecano, um, yesterday he liked the post of um, uh, of him in a United shirt, so I don't think he will join us because he's one well, of, I mean, another Donald one of Key those guys fan. that are hit, he's hypnotized by Man United's um, h- history and doesn't realize that it will be treated the same as Van Der Beek, probably, and ruin his career. I'm not gonna go into. No, well, I, mean, I don't think. No, I think he, he just
3: signed... saw the money
2: and just thought, yeah, I like that.
0: Well, also to be fair, Daugherty was a massive Arsenal fan, and he still came, and he's still playing football. Um, so I don't think it really matters as much as to like what club they support. Um, I mean, we all would prefer that they are Spurs fans. But I mean, at the end of the day, if they're like dropping good performances, uh, they can support whoever they want. Yes, please. Yes,
3: yeah, so for um, for my two players, I think we should sign in January. Um, mm-hmm. I think we should go for a double swoop in RB Leipzig. I think we should sign Up Makano and I also and he, this one's kind of out of nowhere, but I would I would sign Thomas Lamer. Thomas Lamer. Yeah, proper can you play for Leipzig now. He box to box, yeah. He's all, he, he played, sure, he played against us in the Champions League. He,
2: he's and a he, fantastic player, I cannot lie. He,
3: he's all over the pitch, he's a proper engine, box to box midfield. He's not just stop running, and he complete, He suits everything that Jose's implementing in the team. Because Indomblé's going to get tired out, and Indomblé's work rate that game was fantastic. We need a high work rate midfield that's constantly going to be willing to run him back on the counter and to defend. And He just fits the bill perfectly. I get both of them.
0: Wait, do you mean, uh, Did you say Conrad Lamar?
3: Huh?
0: Did you say Conrad Lamar or Lamer?
3: No, to- Thomas, Thomas Lamer, I think that's how you pronounce his name.
0: Are you sure he plays for Leipzig? I don't see him.
3: Yeah, I'll RB be RB, RB Leipzig.
0: Um... Yeah, I don't know much about him. Is is he the same player that played for? It's uh, not It's not Lamer, than It's I don't
2: know. I don't
3: know how to pronounce his name.
2: It's L A I M E R.
3: No, yeah, I know. I know that. I just don't know how. To, I just didn't know what his pronunciation of the name was.
2: I think they bought. I think they, bought, I, think they bought, I think they bought him from Red Bull Salzburg as well as you.
3: Either way, I think we should sign both of them. I think they'd be perfect for
2: Spurs.
0: Uh, well, I, I can't say much about um, uh, the guy we were talking about because I know nothing about him. I hadn't even heard of him until just now. But I do think that signing a center mid wouldn't be bad, especially uh, just like for squad depth. Uh, I think Sissoko will be aging out of the squad soon. I think uh, Jensen Fernandez is in Premier League quality, and so he'll be sent back to Benfica relatively soon. Uh, so I think dipping into the transfer market for a new center no, mid isn't it, a bad it idea. Even,
3: it makes it even better then. It's, it's even better mm-hmm. to find him because he's, because, yeah, it, that, that, that makes it even better.
0: Yeah, I think by next season we should have two new center mids. Uh, I think, well, it looks like Deli Ali is probably going to be leaving the club. Maybe Harry Winks as well. So we could have just, like, a completely different set of center mids than we did under Pochettino. Um, but with – I think we'll have Hoybeer, Sissoka will probably still be a squad player, but uh, he won't be starting the same way. Uh, Skip will probably be back. Dombley and Lo Celso will obviously be amongst the team. Uh, and then we'll sign probably one or two new center mids that will uh, come in and fill the roles of Deli or Winks or uh, Judson Fernandes. Um or maybe we'll have an academy player come through, like a uh, Jamie Bowden, Harvey I, White. I, I think that
2: I think by next year we'll have our we'll have our um, squad pretty much decided for the next few seasons, like our starting. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. And we have a lot of young, promising players on our side. Um, yeah, Mourinho's done a, a very good job of um, just setting up the team for the future as well. I mean. He's being smart with transfers and bringing in like younger uh, players with a lot of potential in them.
3: Hoyberg has um, been the best signing of the Premier League, or even uh-huh. the even like the, the world of football. He's been outstanding. Hoyberg's banging. Yeah. You know, world of football. Is...
2: World of football. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. Because remember Hoyberg. <laughs> came from Question. Southampton, but he was at yeah. Bayern Munich academy. Question:
3: mm-hmm. Question Who's James Rodriguez? <laughs> Boyvier has been way better signing. Obviously, James Rodriguez has been great as well, but Boyvier has just completely transformed our team. And he's, he's been a standout player. Like, did you mm-hmm. not see the statistics? 75% of our goals came from one of his clearances or one or of tackles. his tackles yeah. or tackles or interceptions. That's, that's nuts. That's so much better than James Rodriguez. And I will debate my life over it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyone I think, who thinks anyone who thinks he's not been the best transfer, at least in the Premier League, is absolutely deluded.
0: I'm gonna have to agree with Bodie here. <laughs> beer has been just absolutely incredible. He's just simply, simply put, he's phenomenal. Just the amount of like tackles he's made, the amount of uh, interceptions. Uh, he's played every single minute in the Premier League this season. He, the man is an engine. He just doesn't stop.
2: And he never gets injured.
0: And he never gets injured. Yeah, it's just, it's incredible. Um, and that's something we've missed in our side is having someone who doesn't get injured. But um, it's just impressive, I think, the way it's all worked out. Um, and I, I'd have to agree. Yeah, I think he's probably been the best signing, if not the best signing in world football. Um, he's just, he's transformed our side. I, I think he's just such an important player. Uh, and with, without him, we definitely wouldn't be talking about... 100%, uh, I like agree. I possibly. Um, but talking about pushing for the title, do you guys think that we have what it takes? And I, w- I want to talk about uh, Mourinho's comments after the game as well. But we'll start with this. Do you <laughs> think we have what it takes to win the Premier League this season? Bodie, we'll start with you.
3: Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we're very close, I think. I think we're definitely top free material at the minute and based mm-hmm. on form we could finish first but i think just but based on our overall um, normal squad i don't think we're quite there yeah i think we're extremely close i
2: mm-hmm. think
3: we could i could definitely see us finishing second but i feel like i feel i feel i i personally predict we're going to finish third or second in the premier league mm-hmm. table and we're going to win the europa league but i don't mm-hmm. see us winning the prem this season uh, we need to. We need a couple more big signings, and then I think we'll be able to do it. We'll be definitely capable of doing it.
0: What do you think, Louis?
1: Um, we will hopefully maybe give it a, like a year or two. Probably win the league.
0: Mm-hmm. Charlie,
2: I think I think that um, Chelsea, Leicester, and Tottenham are the title favourites this season. And I think the next game again against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge is absolutely crucial. Not mm-hmm. for the league standings. It's early in the season, but just for the confidence of the players. Yeah. And we if we can beat Chelsea, I, I, I think people start to realise that we could actually be the favourites. If we if we can keep winning as we are, I mean, there's nothing uh, why 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 would no one can write us off right now. Why would we not believe yep. that we can do it if it's really looking like we can?
0: I agree. Yep. I mean, I think at this point, I don't see why not. I mean, we just picked apart Manchester City. At well, I mean, picking apart maybe is a little dramatic. Uh, but we comfortably won against a very good Man City side. And uh, Mourinho's comments after the game, when asked if uh, we were title challengers, he said, we are not fighting to win the league right now. We're fighting to win every game. And I think that's like what you have to say, because if you say you're in the hunt for the Premier League title and then you slip off form, and you finish like fifth or sixth, everyone uh, you made fun of. But you cannot tell me that Jose Mourinho, serial winner, went to bed last night sitting top of the table and didn't think <laughs> we're going to win the title. He's The reason we brought him in is because he's a serial winner. I mean, serial winners don't sit in first place and say, oh, no, 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 but we're not going to actually challenge for the title. It, just, it doesn't happen. Mourinho is 100% thinking that we are going to push on for the title. And why not win it? I mean, maybe a few signings in the January window. Uh, if we can get through this stretch of games as well, I mean, we just got a big result against Man City. I mean, a draw against Chelsea wouldn't be bad. I think we'll beat Arsenal comfortably. Then Crystal Palace, which we, sh- we should win. Then the Liverpool game, which will test our medal. You think we're going to beat Arsenal? I think we'll beat Arsenal easily. I think it'll be a route. I think it's gonna be three or four nil. I don't think Arsenal's very good. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, their star signing is like Thomas Partey, right? And he's been yeah. average, he's been average. And their other centerman is Mohamed Elmini, who was like their third or fourth choice a couple of years ago. So, William is not a great player. Lacazette hasn't scored in like a long time, I think.
3: Uh, no, you can't say that. William's fantastic.
0: Brilliant nah. Williams, fantastic. Are you Mar- are you kidding me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I completely disagree with that. I mean he had a nah, good start with I have, Arsenal but I i admit he used to be probably one of maybe even some would even argue he used to be the best or some one of the best if not the best winger like in 2017 in the prem but but definitely not anymore. He's 33. He's he, he he's a Chelsea Belli He's really not 33.
3: Very biased. We're not oh, not good. I think it's extremely biased for you to say that William's not least good.
0: Okay, the last goal contribution he had was on his day. was team. against Fulham. was yeah. against Fulham. He hasn't had any goal contributions against any side other than Fulham. If we were talking no, about Steven Bergbein right, think right I now, think you'd be all I, think
3: I still think it's extremely biased for you to say that.
0: He's I only gotten, he's gotten above a 7 uh, average rating Would three I times since this? then.
3: No, I wouldn't, but I still think he's he's still a very, very good player. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, and you don't need to have goal contributions to be a good player. Like, look to- at Lipselson, or like, no, look at Ndombele, to be a
0: good To be a good winger, you need to have goal contributions. As a center mid, you don't necessarily, but as a winger, yes, you do.
3: But look at Hamas uh, Rodriguez, for instance, right? He, he completely bosses the game, right? Yeah, he still gets goals and assists, right? Yes. But that, that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to he creates everything that they have. And half Willian. the time they don't score. So what I'm saying is William, he he creates everything Arsenal gets. But the, but the rest of their team is so unbelievably bad that they can't score anything. William and Aubameyang are the only two significantly good players. Like, they use this world class, in my opinion, at least. All the rest of them are pretty bang average.
0: I don't know about this. <laughs> I, I don't think William's a great player. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm however, lost, I'm lost, I'm lost however yeah. I mean, I guess he, he did score against us recently. Um, he was a good player. I'm sure he still has... Uh, bits and pieces uh, that are like good moments, but I, I don't think he bosses the game necessarily. Uh, moving on with what I was saying though, uh, Yang, he's obviously a great player, not as good as Son or Kane or both. Also,
3: watch but, um, Williams score. Watch Williams score a free kick and get a, and get an assist in, against us. Just, just watch, and I'll, you'll, you'll see.
0: So you think we're gonna lose against Arsenal?
3: No, I don't think. I think we'll. I think we'll get a draw at least. But I'm saying just watch. Watch him at least score, because he always does well against us, and I, and he's still a great player. I don't know what you don't see in him.
0: I don't see him getting goals or assists. That's my whole point. He doesn't contribute on the score sheet as a winger.
3: Right. Well, we'll we'll see.
0: Okay. Anyway, moving on. Bukayo uh, Saka. Is a um, Bukayo Saka. Sorry, I said his name wrong. Um, he seems to be a good player. I don't know too much about him, but he's not—he's not as good as Reguilón or. Um,
2: no, I'm sorry. On... I'm sorry. Bukayo Saka is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, um, I no? take him. I I take him for Spurs any time. And for I who, think though? he's pretty who he close to Reguilón. Um, How do you think he's close to Reguilón? Well, he's only 19. He's only 19. No, he's only 20. 19. He's 19. He's fantastic. He's one of the... He's, a, he's best... amazing. You know what? Well, I'm actually going to say he's better. He's a better young talent than Mason Greenwood.
1: I think... No, 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 no. Mason
2: Greenwood's
3: way better. No. I'm I sorry.
0: thought this Mate. was a Spurs podcast for United Arsenal. Anyway, well, my point no, was think, is that I don't think I this think... Arsenal squad is very good. And I think we'll... I think in every position, we're better and stronger. I mean... Say what you will about I mean, William. Gareth Bale is a it's better not. player than Willian. Sun is a better player than Alanyang. Kane is better than Lacazette, surely. Hoiber is better than Party. Lososa is better than Alnini. is better than Saka. Uh, I mean, Dyer is better than Gabriel. Lloris is better than Berlino. We're just, we're stronger in every single position. So I think we'll win. Simply put. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying before all this happened, um, I think we'll, we'll win against Crystal Palace. I wouldn't be unhappy with a draw against Liverpool. And I think we'll beat Leicester. And then I think we'll beat Wolves. And at that point, we would probably be sitting top of the league, if not second or third, only uh, two or this three This might points be off controversial.
2: This might be controversial. But um, I think we'll we'll struggle against Wolves the most out of those teams. We always you know what, struggle of all against the teams? teams.
3: I, I actually think I think we'll comfortably win every single game except for Crystal
2: Palace. No, I'm not. That'd be so spruzy. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but we 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 always struggle against Wolves, and Wolves is a really good squad. They might not be at the top right now, at the top teams, but the way they play, they struggle against Crystal Palace
3: more.
0: I mean, we've only played them four times in recent history. And we've won two and they've won two. So I think it's these, hard to make these the case.
2: These controversial op- these controversial opinions coming left, right, and centre right now.
3: <laughs> it's not controversial though, it's a fact. We always struggle against Crystal Palace. Yeah. And we'll struggle against the modern Wolves. I can guarantee you. Just wait. You can I you can me to that as well. If, shut up if I'll I'll shut up and then agree with whatever you say if if, if we if I find that we that we don't struggle with them the most.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, our last game against Crystal Palace was a one month draw, and then the game before that was a 4-0 win. No, I,
3: no, I genuinely think, no, I think we will win, definitely. No, we'll, no, I think we will win, but I feel like we will struggle the most.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it'll be similar to, like, the Burnley or the uh, West Brom game where we get a late win. Yeah,
3: that's not kind of what I was going for. Um.
0: But I think the team will struggle most against is Chelsea or Liverpool.
2: I mean, maybe that's.
3: Well, yeah, Chelsea. I did forget Chelsea about
2: got Liverpool, but got um, top of the team,
3: right? Chelsea got top of the team, but I personally feel us actually struggling against Crystal Palace
2: more. No, I think we will actually struggle against Liverpool. But the thing against Liverpool, I think this counter um, attacking play will work against Liverpool just like it did against City. Yeah, so I agree. So it depends the way how you see it. No,
3: they completely different play styles i think what will work is if we play a very wide formation and then just press extremely high
0: because well i think if we hit them on the counter they're gonna be playing two not particularly experienced center backs oh well
3: yeah but they they play extremely counter counter football as well so it so it's like no one's gonna score if you just keep on countering against each other
0: yeah that's not true What? Uh, score if, you if there's just consistent countering, that's like the most open game where there's going to be a lot of goals. <laughs> um, but anyway, my point was is that I don't see why we can't win the league. I mean, if no, we what, get through this a, stretch we, of game, we if try, we get to January, we can... if we get to January with only one or two losses and we pick up like Upa Upamakano or a quality center midfielder, then why not? Why the heck not?
3: The thing is with Liverpool, right? Is I think they're they're very good at uh, counter football, but they know how to defend it as well. So I feel like they'll probably win if we end up playing that kind playing counter attacking football. I feel like we need to have a high press and um, we need to be extremely aggressive.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but yeah, I think we'll. I'll say no. I think we'll win the league. Why not? Give me a solid reason why we can't win the league.
3: Because we have
0: Sanchez? Right. Sanchez doesn't play. Sanchez has <sighs> not played,
2: so you can't use that Sanchez a... is not that bad. Come on. Yeah, and he's also not, <laughs> not going to lose us the league. What is this?
3: Okay, well, we are <laughs> harry, so We're obviously not going to win.
1: Well, fun. Well. Just well.
0: Just well. I mean... I... Mm, I don't know. I, I think we'll win the league. Why not? The year ends and one. We're successful when the year ends and one.
3: We get if we get um, a, a if we get a really good. We've been
0: for quite a long time. Yeah.
3: If we get a really good centre mid and a really good centre back, then then I'm calling it out. The Premier League will be ours this season.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! We have to uh, preview Luda Garrett's. All right, let's do a quick preview of Luda <laughs> Um Let's go first with. Score predictions. I'm going to go with a 3-0 win for Spurs. Charlie, what do you uh, think? We'll, we'll come to you next, Louis. Okay. Charlie, what do you think?
2: Um, Spurs, Ludegaritz. I think we're going to win 5-0. Um, 5-0?
0: Very confident. Uh, Louis, what are you thinking? I think we am going to win 6-0. Six 6-0. Six, no. Very confident today. Uh, Bodie, what do you think? I think we're going to win 1-0. 1-0? Do you think it's going to be close?
3: Um, no, I don't think it's going to be close. I think we're just going to score a lot less because I feel like Mourinho is going to experiment a lot more with the team this game mm-hmm. because, because obviously a lot of our star players will be out, so I feel like he's going to experiment yeah. a lot more with the players rather than play a strong lineup. If we played a strong lineup, I could easily see us score getting five, like you said before. Yeah. But, um, but just based on what I think the team's going to end up looking like, I feel like it's just going to be a bit of an experimenting. I think we'll still get the win, and you'll make mm-hmm. some strong substitutes towards the end if, we, if
1: we're not Mate, winning. Mate, it's the Europa League. Of course we're going to win.
0: Okay, that's the attitude that got us the loss in Antwerp. Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> okay, um, uh, let's do predict the lineups now. I'll start. I think we will see... Ooh, actually, hold on. Who played in our last Europa League game? Oh. Let's see. Uh, did Joe Hart play in our last one? Johar Hart. did play, so I think we'll see Hugo in goal, Ben Davis at left back, Sanchez and Dyer center backs. Right back will be Taganga. Center mids will be. Ooh, I think we'll see Winks. I think we'll see. Ooh, I'm debating between Hoybier and Sissoko. Let's say let's say Hoybier. um, and then as an attacking player, uh, we'll Also I think we'll start. And then left winger will be Bergvine, uh, striker Vinicius, and then right winger Lucas Mora. Uh, and then Can we'll see... go... He'll come off the bench at some point. Um, I think Hoybier will be subbed off. And uh, maybe Deli will be given 20 minutes at the end.
1: Right, All right, my turn.
3: Can I go next?
1: Can I go next? I go next. Can I go
3: next? Can I can I go?
0: Yeah, yeah, but you can go. We'll, we'll do Louis after. All
3: right. So um I think I agree with the whole back line said, other than I think that he will play Hart. Um, well, I think it just is, seems to be, be I, rotating
0: between Lloris and Hart in the Europa League, so I think uh yeah, that's the only I reason think, I said I, I think Hugo. You was,
3: said, I think I think we'll play a full 3 free Um I think yeah, all, I agree the that. back line I think the back line you said except Hart instead of Lloris. I think uh-huh. for the for the for them free in the midfield, I think we'll see Winks, La Celso, and Delhi Alley. And for the front free, I think we'll see Gareth Bale, Mora, and Vinicius.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Bale started over Bergvine. The only reason I was saying Bergvine is because I think Mourinho will give Bale like 45 yeah, minutes. Well, wait, wait, wait. I have
2: something to say. So. Um, he just said Winks, or Celso. And Ali, that's the same midfield that lost us the game against Antwerp. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I since then... I was going to say that too. But um, to be fair, since
0: then, Los also has gotten back in the fitness. But I do think that uh, we won't play that midfield because it's the midfield that lost the game in Antwerp. And I, I don't think Delhi will start. Antwerp's I think Delhi will be given 20
3: Antwerp's minutes off the bench. The Antwerp's the toughest team in the group. And I don't want to hear none of this. Oh well, it's just the Europa League. Like this is this is like the closest thing we have to winning any silverware this season. And not and people think, oh, these games will be easy. You have to take these games still super seriously, even if they're the easiest team. Because like the Champions League and the Europa League, anything can happen. A small team, even like a small team like Antwerp can punish can punish a team as big as well known as Tottenham. Antwerp's the toughest team in the group. I think that I think we're going against the easiest team in the group, so that's why I expect to win. But that doesn't mean we should we should take the competition any less seriously because we're facing easier teams.
0: Yeah, I do think that the um uh, I that's why that's why I don't think we'll start Winks Lo Celso in LA is because, uh, Mourinho. Uh, will think, okay, they, they lost the game against Antwerp. They completely lost the midfield. They couldn't create anything going forward. Uh, so I think Losalso was played as more of a, a deeper midfielder in that game, and I think he'll be moved farther up. And i will play more of the 10 with Winks and Hoybeer sitting behind him. And then uh, Lo Celso will be – I mean, we saw on, uh, on Saturday that Losalso can create opportunities. So I think that's why he'll start. Any last thoughts from anyone? Um, I think we're gonna do
1: a bit of youth playing. Jack Clark, put Gazaniga in goal. No, Gazaniga is not registered in the Europa League. Oh, it looks like Gazaniga will probably go know will be playing for reserves.
3: <laughs> He'll be loaned down to Liverpool, to be honest.
1: Liverpool.
3: I know, I because there's been sources lip, room in Gazaniga to Liverpool. I think, I think they'll genuinely sign him on a loan. I
0: wouldn't be surprised.
3: Well, I mean, they have well, Adriana as backup line when they sign Gazaniga? He's, he's I, in my opinion, he's the best backup keeper in the Prem. So yeah, I, I think he, he's, he's enough well, to make it into... Other than Gene Henderson,
0: I
1: agree with that.
3: Top, he's enough to make it into um, at least a bottom half team. Yeah. Or Premier really League bottom half team and could probably make... A team eight and downwards. Um. So he's a perfect backup. But if he, but if he sees him starting, oh, because Allison's injury, that or uh, if Allison's injured, you could easily see that as well, because he's still a, He's he's a fantastic keeper. And Corp said how impressed he was with him. Um. When we last played them, Gaznego was making saves all over the place. So I, it's a, it's a big possibility in my opinion.
1: Mm. Uh, Louis, did you, you want to do your uh, prediction lineup? Yeah, so we're going to have Joe Hart in goal. Mm-hmm. We're going to give a back three of Davis. Um, I'm trying to think. Most likely Dyer. I don't know. Yeah, Dyer and then Aurier. And then the CDM is going to be Hoiberg. And then the three in midfield are going to be... free three in midfield are going to be... Um, the three wingers are going to be um, Bale, Ali, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. And then I'm going to give Carlos Vincius up front in the zone
3: what's this formation that you're saying?
1: A uh, uh, one with a goalkeeper back three. I think it's four, I think it's four, two, I think it's four three. two three, four, two, three.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah, it's I four, two, three. You said three people at the back, so I'm confused. Is it, Are you talking about a three, one, four, two, two?
1: I think so, yeah.
3: But then you'd need two strikers and it'd only be two wingers. So would you say like Gareth Bale and Vinicius up top are with
1: yeah, more uh, yeah yeah, okay yeah. All right, what's
0: Charlie's lineup? Yeah, what, what do you think of Charlie?
2: Well, actually, I've come to the conclusion that I really don't see the point of predicting lineups because it depends on team team news before the game and stuff. But I mean, yeah. I'm just going to um say I mean I'm going to predict something so. Uh, Let's go with Hart in goal. Um, I'm going to go Tanganga right-back, if he's registered. I think he is. Tanganga right-back. Tanganga right-back, Sanchez and Dyer centre-backs. And um, left-back, I'm going to go Davies. Then midfield is going to be Winks, Sissoko and Giovanni Loselso We haven't seen Winx and Sissoko as a double pivot in a while. Mm-hmm. And then attack, I'm going to go with Lucas Moura, Carlos Manisius, and Gareth Bale. That's a solid lineup. Uh,
0: alrighty. So that has been our show for today. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate all of you. Uh, Of course, we're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast. Uh, Give us a listen. Give us some more listens. Thank you for listening. This has been the Hotspur House. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Bye-bye.